Hi, I'm Marky Mark. On this week's show, we talk to Richard. Okay, today uh, on today's podcast, we have uh, Richard, who's a solo guitarist, and uh, welcome to the uh, welcome to the podcast, Richard. Hello, thank you. Thanks for having me. Mm. Uh, We'll start straight away by um, what age were you when you decided to pick up a guitar? Uh, to, well, it's a bit of a bit of a weird one, really. I think I was about eleven years old when I when I first picked up the guitar. My sister and my dad kind of played guitar. Uh, I think my dad was kind of self-taught. My sister had a couple of lessons. So there, there was always a guitar around the house. Um, and I think, yeah, so I, I think I picked it up at 11 years old. But then I played it for about a week and then put it down. It just wasn't wasn't for me. And I think I did that a couple of times mm. um, until I was about 15, 15, 16, where I just... Uh, I had more the discipline to kind of sit down and actually, you know, play it a bit more. And, and, uh, yeah. So I think about 15, 15, 16, I was, uh, I was, I was proper, you know, really interested in playing the guitar. So. Mm. And, uh, what, what was the first guitar you ever bought? Was it electric or acoustic? Yeah, it was all electric. Um, it wasn't until I was probably, um, 17 or something like that i picked up i started getting into some folk stuff and did you buy, did you buy your guitar or did you did your parents buy it like for your birthday or something say that again did you did you buy the guitar yourself or did you did your parents buy it for you um so no so yeah so the very first uh the electric guitar was kind of a hand-me-down from my sister and my dad yeah um which was uh this red kind of uh, strap copy, um, and then I went to uh, I went to the London Guitar Show with uh, with my dad and my guitar teacher at the time, mm. and um, I kind of was in the market of wanting to to get an acoustic because uh, the guitar teacher I had um, was interested like teaching me like ragtime stuff, mm. all these ragtime things, um, and so. I, uh, my dad got me an acoustic guitar, I think a Washburn, which I've still got today. I still use it today, actually. Well, right, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it's um, it's kind of served me well for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's 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 quite cool. So, when was your first gig, and how did you feel playing your first gig? Do you remember where it was? Uh, my first gig was at the Joiners in Southampton. Mm. Um, so that was during the time I went to, cause so I, I finished school and I was kind of, you know, I was more interested in, in music and stuff like that. And my parents were like, you know, what are you going to do? Do you want to go to college? And, um, and I decided to go to college to study music. Mm. Um, and it was there that I got into my first band and during the first year we were gigging all the, like, you know, all the pubs and clubs around uh, in Southampton and basically one of them was the, the place to play at that particular time yeah. uh, was the joiners and um, yeah it was a great experience really like I 
don't, yeah, it was just... Um, Were you crapping yourself? <laughs> do you know what? I, I, yeah, it was... It was all kind of, it was all original music. Anyway, mm. um, it was all this kind of funk rock thing that we were doing. Um, and no, I think I was, I was really ready for it. I was really excited. Um, and yeah, you know, probably a few beers helped with that. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so when you went to, you know, you said you studied uh, music at college. What, um, what, what was that for? Just the guitar, or what? What were you doing? Yeah, that was um, all in uh, music performance, uh, basically. Is it like um, on the so decks, learning all the decks? Is it or on? Uh, no, so it was all all guitar. Oh. So um, I was guitar. Like um, it was at Totten College, and it was all it was all disciplines really. There was drums, bass, um, vocalists. Mm. Um, there was a girl there that played flute. Hmm. Um, so it was, it was a mixed bag. It wasn't until I went to um, the Academy of Contemporary Music hmm. where um, you kind of had um, group lessons with like all the guitar players. All the guitar players would be in one group. All the drummers would be in one group. You know, hmm. That sort of thing. And how long were um, you there at college for? So I was at college for two years hmm. to 2005. Hmm. No, yeah. Um, and then from there, I went. I did four years at uh, ACM in in Guildford. All right. Okay. So, um, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. All right. Okay. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that about you. See, there you go. Was a little, little, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> little bit yeah. of insight. So, yeah. <laughs> gone. Oh no! It's just it's interesting. Like um, looking at now, because when I first auditioned. Uh, for to get into college for music, I mm. didn't get in. Oh, um, right. I, I, you had to audition I, to get into the college. Yeah, for the for the music program. Yeah, you had really? to audition. Yeah, to to at least to be able to like play something, mm. and I I can play anything because um. So I I went for went for the the interview and the audition. I played. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was something by Eric Clapton. Um, it was like Tears in Heaven or something like that. Mm. Um, and and I, I must have just played it really bad. And he and but luckily the the the, the teacher um, Brian Price, his name was, um, he uh, he gave me a second chance. He said, "Look, come back in two weeks mm. and 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 do it again." And so I, I went away and spent two weeks just practicing this this one thing and i think i went back and i probably played it just as bad but <laughs> i um uh he kind of said look you know i can see that you're you know you're, you're dedicated and 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 you want to do this and he let me in so yeah potential, potential. um yeah yeah so um if uh if he didn't let me if if you know yeah if he didn't let me on the, let me on the course i don't know what i'll be doing now but uh, no yeah. no <laughs> um, so you left college, you finished all that. Yep. What did you do then, music-wise? Um, so what from from leaving ACM? Yep. So I left ACM in two thousand and nine, mm. uh, and I was kind of um, gigging in bands. I was working just a normal job as well. Mm. Um, just at the time, I you know, I wasn't gigging enough to make enough money. 
but uh, you know, I was in, I was in I was in a couple of bands. I've always that's one thing that's I've kind of always had. I've always been in bands, um, and uh, the the bands I was in uh, in Guildford and that I was kind of uh, backing singers like um, singer songwriters and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so and a lot of times a lot of them gigs just aren't paid. Um, so uh, for about two years, I kind of was just gigging about and working and just um, and just just basically trying to make a living out of music. Mm. Uh, um, and um, until I was like, uh, I just kind of had enough, really. And I thought I'd... Um, get on cruise ships and basically that's what i did i um good you're not on one of... now though isn't it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so i i spent about probably i don't know a good three months just kind of looking for cruise ship work mm. um are they hard to get are they hard to get on cruise ships or do you have to audition or um, it depends what you you go for. Yeah, you, I think you have to. You always have to audition for anything that anyone's putting together for for cruise ships. Mm. Um, whether it's a, just a, a party band or for the orchestra. Um, and yeah, I I managed to find a, a guy that was putting a band together, and um, I went uh, I went and auditioned for him, and uh, he gave me the spot as the guitar player, and we went on the cruise ships as a uh, five piece band. Um, well, six feet band. We had two vocalists. So. Where, did, where did you go? Um, right, uh, what part of the world? So we went all around the Caribbean. So our main port was uh, was Miami, Ooh. and from there, so we went to places like Key West, um, uh, oh, all over the place. Jamaica, um, Cozumel, Mexico. Um, yeah, loads and loads of places. Mm. And you, uh, you enjoy. How long was that? Did you say three years? Did you say or? No. So I did. Um, I did about two and a half years on the cruise ships. Mm. Um, and then. Um, Is it sort of the same? Um, you know, same set night after night after night, or is it different? Yeah, the the, the band that I was in. So when you go on as a, as a whole band, mm. um, you tend to get everything um, set up before you go. So you get about. Um, there's about 300 songs I think we had in the repertoire, hmm. um, and that was covering everything because the as a party band you're kind of you have to cover everything on the on the cruise ships. You um you know everything from kind of poolside sets, which is more kind of laid back stuff, to you know you have to do jazz sets, hmm. lounge sets, hmm. um, and then everything up to straight party sets. Um, even theme nights, you know, you might do a country night, you might do a disco night, um, and, and stuff like that. So you have to, you have to go on there with a, with a pretty big repertoire. Okay. Um, but the good thing is you, you get to do all that before you go on. Oh, I see. Um, you, you know, you can get all that sorted. Yeah. Mm. And um, is it, was it some nights, cause obviously it's, it's quite repetitive. Did you, did you find it all right or is it? Um, yeah, it, it's it's not too bad. It can be pretty uh, grueling throughout the day because obviously, you know, gigs in the UK, you're kind of you go to the venue, you sound check, then you do the gig. Mm. Uh, where on a on a cruise ship, um, you you'll have a, a pool set at twelve o'clock, 
for 45 minutes. Yeah. Then uh, we were contracted to four 45 sets a day. Christ. Uh, yeah. I mean, we didn't do that every day. Some some days we did two sets, some days we did three, some days we did four. Um, mm. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so you might have a, a, a set at 12 o'clock uh, by the pool, and then um, you'll have you'll have like a five o'clock lounge set mm. which you might do some some laid back you know kind of easy listening stuff mm. and then um and then at 10 o'clock you'll have 245 party sets so it's all spread out through the day you know so them days can be pretty uh pretty full on you know is it six um, six out of seven days you're working on the cruise ship so it, it no it's a bit longer than that so um you can kind of go, I don't know, 14 days. You'll have, like, say say you're on a cruise ship that does the turnarounds every two weeks. Mm. You might, you'll probably have, you know, if you're lucky, you'll have two nights off during that, them two weeks. Um, that's good, for especially for vocals as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's it. Um, but some some days are pretty chill. You know, some days you do only have one set. And so that set might be the five o'clock set lounge set. So yeah. it's you know it's not you know you do get them days where it's not so not so bad. And were the ships uh, quite special? Were they nice? Oh yeah, yeah. We, I did uh, I did the celebrity ships, and they were lovely. Yeah, mm. really nice. Yeah, mm. really uh, uh, really nice venues to play. Theaters are really nice, mm. um, and uh, and and the guests were, were, were you know. We had some lovely guests. It was great. You know, we used to do some of the um, sail away party stuff. Uh, we'd finish our set, and the, and the guests would bring over, a, you know, a bucket full of beer for us for the band and hmm. things like that. Mm. And uh, yeah, so it was really nice. Mm. And also, when you're a bit younger and you started doing the guitar, um, did you have an, any ambitions to be like in a? Was did you always want to be a session player, or did you want to be a player that ended up like in top of the pops or what is it you wanted what is it you you, you looked at about um, doing but you ended up doing <laughs> yeah i um definitely wanted when i was you know 16 years old my first band that i was in we wanted to be signed and, and touring the world as a, an original band yeah um and we never we never got close to that really we we had a couple of little things with like indie record labels that um but they they never really took off mm. um and yeah definitely like i think anyone starting up the guitar that's you know that's what i think that's what anyone wants to do now really yeah. i would love to to be in an original band you know playing stadiums and stuff like that um and uh but you know Things happen, I guess. So. Well, it's so hard, isn't um, it? Because, you know, as we both yeah. know, like, th there's so many people who either want to sing or be a drummer or yeah. a guitarist. Or do, and there's so much competition. And basically, you have to be at the right place at the right time with the door open and someone sees you and you're like, oh, hello, and then it leads to something else. And they know someone who knows someone and it, it just goes from there. Yeah, d yeah, definitely. Yeah, it it definitely helps. Oh, I think yeah. you can. Mm. I think you. I think any artist that you can put yourself in that position. Mm. You can go to places um, 
you know, you can go to London, you can go to Manchester, you can go to Liverpool, you can go to these big cities where a lot of these things are happening. Mm. And, and a lot of people do that. Um, me personally, I, I never, I never saw the attraction to that really. No. Um, and, and as I get older now, and as especially in my kind of mid twenties, my, my taste in music changed. Um, the stuff I would want to do now doesn't really, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of soul jazz mm. groove based music. And, you know, that is, is quite a niche market. So, you know, touring the world, touring stadiums with that sort of music doesn't really happen. Oh, you mean like a jazz um, band, you mean? Say that again? You mean like a jazz band? Yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it's a lot harder to do. Well, yeah, it's finding the venue, isn't it, to go to, to, yeah. to be a jazz band. So, because obviously mm. with this climate at the moment, it's just, you're just, you're just struggling about, you know. Yeah. Even to yeah. get gigs these days. Um, yeah. You know, there's so many, so much, because um, especially with the tribute the industry, you know, it, it seems to be getting really saturated now. Um, yeah, yeah, and this is the problem. Is everyone's trying to do it because they they can't be like the next Coldplay or or whatever, they, you know. So they end up going a different <coughs> route. Either going on cruise ships or um, or being a tribute. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of people are. I know, I know a few people now that are that are taking cruise ship offers. You know, um, especially the. the what they call flybacks. Yeah. You know, you literally you, you, you go there. Um, you know, it's like a, it's normally like three days. You fly out there, do do the show with the orchestra, then you, you fly back, and they're great gigs. But mm. you know, more and more people are doing them because there's nothing nothing, nothing on, on land. So. No, no, and obviously the way it is at the moment, you can't even yeah go abroad. <laughs> can't even go. Well, the UK. no, yeah, we're, we're all we're all stuck it here at the moment. So. <laughs> That's it. We're all still, yeah, 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 yeah. So who's, so who are you into now? What kind of artists are you into now? Um, sort of the similar, similar sort of vibe. Um, there's a guy called Matt Schofield. He's like a blues guy. All right. Uh, I'm really, really into um, uh, some of the um, kind of. Uh, there's a band called Soul Live. Um, the new master sounds, uh, lettuce, um, bands like that, really. Mm. That you, I don't know if you've ever heard of them. No. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're kind of like yeah. This uh, basically, there's this this whole scene. It's more in America, really. This mm. kind of uh, they call it a jam band scene. Well, next um, time we're in the car, we'll um, you can we'll, we'll put some uh, on. Put yeah. some on, and then I can have a listen. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't obviously um, uh, because uh, you know people listening. Me and Richard, mm. uh, uh, me and Rich work together so in in, in bands. But w- but another one is when Chris is with us, who plays keys, he's into it's not K-pop, it's something else. Oh yeah, I remember, I remember you saying something about this. Yeah, and uh, it took me completely by surprise, and I can't remember what the hell it's called. It's not K-pop, it's yeah. something else. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it was his passion. Well, not his yeah. passion, but he really likes it. And I've I never mm. even heard of it. So and no, no. I think it's some Japanese or Chinese music, isn't it? I think. Yeah, yeah. If he listens to this, he's probably J-pop. Maybe is it called J-pop? It might I be. Don't know. It might be yeah. J-pop. Yeah. 
we could be just saying anything now. Well, we? yeah. I mean, if, obviously, <laughs> if he ever listens to this, but knowing Chris, he probably won't. He'll, yeah, I'll try and find out. I know it's not difficult, but saying that about K-pop, I've been growing off the band a bit. I've uh, started listening to BTS. BTS. What's BTS? Uh, bloody hell. Right, BTS is the... Uh, I'm sure I'm going to hopefully get this right. BTS is the biggest boy band. I think they are from Korea. Right, okay. And uh, their album was, I believe, was number one in the UK either last week or the week before. And they are... They're, they're not very old. Uh, I think they go from 18 to 22, 23 or something. Okay. There's seven of them. So, um, but they've been going for seven years, and right? I, so, and I've only just re- I've only just found them out and I listened to their album. And obviously, it's not in English as far as I can listen. Yeah. So I started listening to that, and I thought, "What? What's going on here?" <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good though. Isn't it? It's good. To, it's good to to listen to new music and try new. Well, things no, I mean, started getting into know? the Shires now. I thought, "What's going yeah, on here?" Yeah. <laughs> It's quite bizarre. So, so before we um, uh, wrap up, when this podcast comes out, which will be in about a couple of weeks, obviously, mm-hmm. at the, as it stands at the moment, we're going through the lovely thing of uh, COVID nineteen, the coronavirus. Yes. And uh, it's um, obviously it's affecting us all at the moment, isn't it? It's just we've just yeah. lost work yeah. left, right, and centre. Um, do you know anybody else who's suffered from it? You know. Um, no, not, not really, not, uh, not heavily. Obviously mm. I'm, I'm, um, <clears throat> obviously we've had some stuff cancelled. Mm. Um, and I, I personally am I'm not that affected by it other than, uh, some things that were coming up in April have now gone quiet. Literally, I, I was waiting for the, the confirmation email mm. and everyone everyone's just gone quiet mm. um so i think everyone's just waiting aren't they um well, it is i mean same with it yeah. same, you know same with mwp all of a sudden the emails have just gone dead mm. absolutely yeah. dead and, yeah. and i haven't even noticed who we look after no, no one's posting anything anymore and, no and no. We, we're, we're talking today you know even on social media saying should we just stop posting for now? Because no one's going to book anything. You know? Yeah. Because um, yeah. we're, we're just basically flogging a dead horse at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. I mean, a lot. There's a lot of more people in worse situations than me. I mean, mm. um, you know, the the odd gig being cancelled is not gonna not gonna affect me too much. No. Um, but <coughs> you know, it it can it can potentially shut down i mean the whole kind of holiday park scene yes if that all if that all shuts down mm. that's that's a huge amount of work uh that people will lose um and, and and especially when bands are on that sort of scene they are living uh you know paycheck to paycheck and having uh you know a month's work you mm. know every friday and saturday for a whole month gone mm. is um is not great, but we, you know, we just have to, uh, we just have to deal with it. There's not much we can, we can do, you know, what's going to happen is going to happen. Um, 
Yeah, because um, I mean, so, I mean, I've had some emails already from some venues, and you know, as I said, uh, some venues have said they're not, they 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 don't want to show, or they said, uh, yeah, you know, uh, they they're gonna go bankrupt. They, they can't they can't shut down, and uh, and obviously a lot of musicians are saying that, but you know, it's their full time uh, job, and they're gonna yeah. lose a lot of money. I mean, obviously, we know like. Like Chris, for example, he does all this theatre show. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. Lo- he's gonna lose the lot, isn't he? You know, he hasn't heard. Well, yet. yeah, he hasn't heard yet, but he, he knows he's gonna lose the entire lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 yeah. No one wants to say yes, and no one wants to say no at the moment, do no, they? So no. um, it's inevitable. We're all gonna limbo. Get, yeah, it's inevitable. They're all gonna get cancelled. Yeah, yeah. So and then um, you know, and people who haven't got a. a daytime job because obviously there's some musicians you know some people who've got a daytime job and who haven't i mean they're all right but if you haven't and that's your income and you rely on it and you're thinking oh shit what am i gonna do yeah that's it isn't it i mean it's um luckily i kind of planned for this year last year so Mm. financially uh, you know it's not it's not too too bad but Mm. um yeah, you you definitely need to to have um to have a bit of a cushion. I think just be, being a self-employed musician anyway, you need some sort of cushion yeah. for for them because you know some months can be can be slower than others. So, mm. um, but uh, yeah, hopefully you know it will sort itself out and uh, just to to see where we go. You know. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, thanks um, very much for coming on the podcast, yes. mate. No problem. Thanks for having me. Much appreciated, and uh, we will uh, look forward to uh, to bringing it to uh, to our listeners. Yes, thank you. Cheers.